Ethan Quantier. Derek Smith Jr. Rabina Apia, Nathaniel Butler, to talk about their secrets to success. For watching Linked Up on LinkedIn. Linked Up on LinkedIn. Linked Up on LinkedIn. Linked Up on LinkedIn. Welcome to another episode of Linked Up on LinkedIn. And this morning, we have an amazing guest, uh, someone that I've been connected with for at least the last, I think we're probably going on a decade now. Such an amazing relationship, such a business um, uh, uh, inspiration. Today we have on the show, Sherelle Storr, who is certified trainer, business development and business continuity expert. I like the word expert, it's something I use within our company. And so Sherelle, so glad to have you on this morning to talk about business development and continuity. How are you today? Good morning, Matt. I am amazing. It is always a pleasure to connect with you. It is always a pleasure to get in that business mode and definitely be an inspiration and motivation to each other and the communities that we serve. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Well, Sherelle, let's jump right into it. What is business development continuity? So, of course, business continuity and business development are definitely Definitely two very dynamic scope of business services, but they all work together to develop businesses that are stable and are robust. And so what it means is that our organization work with companies that are getting started. We work with companies that need support to be more efficient and effective in their day-to-day -day management. And we also work with organizations that are looking to expand. And no matter what stage of business you are in, it is very important that you have a business continuity program within that organization, because we know firsthand that natural and man-made disasters happen. And so when we're about our business, developing our businesses and building our businesses and growing our organizations, we want to make sure that if something happens that is obviously outside of our control in most cases, that we have a mitigation plan to address it. And so that's pretty much what development and continuity is in a nutshell. Okay. And so let's talk about this from two perspectives because you and I have had this conversation before. Let's talk about the, the way that you would serve maybe a company like mine under 10, first, uh, first to maybe three years in business, still a very small operation. And then let's talk about a larger operation. So let's start from me. How would you serve me and how would we uh, I'll bring you on, retain you as, as a consultant to help us to grow our business. How does that conversation start? So definitely when we're working with a small or a startup company, one of the first engagements is finding out that business in its entirety. And so what we often do, and sometimes we do it anonymously, meaning that we go into organizations and no one on the team knows the purpose for which we're there. So you would see someone, more than likely not even me, they would come in, they would request your service or your product, they would walk from the front end to the back end of the business if possible, and they would develop a report about their experience with the product or the service, their experience with the team, their experience when they came to the facilities, they would draft a report on the entire day interacting with that client. And then if they're not able, able to cover the back end, of course, because that's private area, oftentimes me or another senior person would come in and we would work with the executives to discuss the back end 
And what that can include is how you manage the operation as far as your finances and your accounting. How do you manage the back end of the marketing aspect? How do you manage your database, whether it's your database for clientele, whether it's your suppliers, how do you manage everything on the back end? So once we have that full picture of everything that's going on in the organization, um, what that experience is like on the front end and the back end, then we begin to talk about what are some of the loopholes that you have? What are some of the areas that you can improve in? Because no matter where you are in business, there is tons of areas that we can improve in. And oftentimes the reason we're not able to do it ourselves, you may hear the term that when you're inside of the business and often I use a picture frame, if you're the photo in the frame, you can't see anything else around you. And so sometimes you need to come outside of that frame, outside of the business. And oftentimes when you have a consultant like me and my team, looking at the business with you, we're able to point out things that you're not able to see yourself. And so once we would have done that, we know what the areas are that we can improve in and we know how we can improve in those areas. We then discuss how are we going to do this? Is it going to be where my team comes in and provides you with marketing services? Is it going to be where my team comes in and provide you with end of month audits? Do we do your financials for you and then you just have a bookkeeper in-house? A lot of the times the conversation depends on the organization's budget. And so we work with the organization to say, hey, we can cut cost by you having this member of your team carry out these duties or these responsibilities and we would come in and do this. And so we kind of share the load what it does in a nutshell, a lot of the times, it gives you access to experts, professionals in the field, whether it's accounting, IT, marketing, it gives you additional support. It gives you a bigger team. Whereas as a small company, in most cases, you can't onboard five full-time staff members. So when you have an organization like Global Executive Management Service, you pretty much expand your team because whatever expertise is available on our team, we make those expertise available to our clients. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I totally get it, I totally get it. And so for a company like myself that is now getting into VAT registration, uh, needs someone to, to serve our company as it relates to accounting and the processing of that, I could potentially bring on a GEMS to help me onboard, find, onboard someone and find a uh, uh, out of office, uh, what do we call it, virtual accountant to assist me in those kind of services. Is that, is that? Yeah, that's what it is. And then, you know, there are so many ways to address your needs and to address it where you're comfortable financially. So we've had organizations, larger organizations that have brought us in to actually work with their accounts team to train them on that filing. And then we've had organizations that brought us in to train them on utilizing QuickBooks so that they're able to have an accounting software that supports them with generating the necessary reports at the end of each month so that they can do their annual filing, quarterly filing. It depends on what the organization has. So again, it depends on, we know where we want to go. We know what the end goal is. And at the end of the day, there are so many different ways that we can get there. 
So we're going to decide with the client, what is the best way to get you from point A to point B? Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. And so I think that that answer covered both a uh, small business and a medium or large organization. Um, when we uh, met previously, you talked about some of the services that you might've provided for larger companies. Why don't we just highlight maybe one of the clients that you've worked with before that you've helped this company to execute a task, a project uh, through GEMS, your company. So we've worked, like you would have said, Matt, with um, some fairly large projects. And one of those projects I would highlight would perhaps be our project with a company out of Europe. And so when that company out of Europe considered, not even considered, but were invited to come to the Bahamas to fulfill a contract, their first step was to reach out to Global Executive Management Service. And what we would have done for them is we got them set up. We got whatever necessary paperwork and logistics completed for them so that they can come in. We were responsible for assisting them with housing, transportation, you name it. Once we would have gotten them set up, then we started discussing the actual project, which was a dredging project. And so once we would have determined the scope of the project, we then supported them with hiring 22 um, guys in different uh, marine areas in the organization. So once we would have gone through the hiring process, that would have been hiring as far as finding the um, employees or potential employees, vetting them, doing their background checks, shortlisting, multiple interviews. So you can imagine the time we saved them, the money we saved them, going through all of the processes of onboarding for them until we got to the final cream of the crop. And then we presented those finalists to them and they were able to make their final decisions. Once we would have had our 22 team members besides um, our senior level staff, we then were responsible for the payroll. We were responsible for distribution. We were responsible for overseeing um, the timesheets to make sure that the timesheets were properly done and submitted on time, et cetera. So we did that for two years for that company. And interestingly enough, whenever that company comes into the Bahamas for any project, they would recommend us or they would call on us because we've had multiple projects as a spinoff from working with that organization. So again, the services that we provide can be so broad, but what we like about our clients, they information and support that they need. Yeah, good, good. Cheryl, you shared with me that you are completing or have recently completed your book. And I think the title is You Are a Product. Tell me about that. So that's, I, I didn't expect that question, but yes, Matt, I would have completed a book called You Are a Product. The book has already been published, but we went through a second phase of editing a new editor. And so now we're releasing the second version of You Are a Product. And what You Are a Product simply means is that oftentimes, as business professionals, we are so caught up promoting products, 
services, the companies that we work with, the companies that we work for, and we forget what is the greatest product there is, and that is you, that is me. Each one of us are a product within itself. And sometimes people think, you know, does that mean you're selling yourself? Does that mean you're a thing? Does it? No, you're, you're the element or the essence of why people support you in business. They don't support you because you're the only person that sells real estate. They don't support you because you're the only person that does marketing consultant. They don't support you because you use a special paper to print the documents on. They support you because you, Matt, you, Sherelle, there is something about you that makes it easy for me to talk with. There's something about you that, that makes me feel like I can trust this person or I can trust the organization that you represent. They are supporting you because of who you are as a product. First off, there are so many people we wonder, why, why is it that they're always so successful? No matter what they do, they do it. They're, they're, they always explode in what it is that they're doing. You know, what is it about them? It's them, it's the individual, it's the way they refine themselves. It is the effort and the time they put into making themselves an excellent product as opposed to the pro external product or the service. And so the book tells us how do we go through the refining process so that we become the brand first and foremost. Yeah, good, very good. So Sherelle, you had, we had brought you in to train uh, our real estate team before and you trained on professionalism. Could you touch on the importance of professionalism in the corporate world, please? So, so Matt, we know that the lack of professionalism is such a major issue, not only in the Bahamas, but in many other countries. But let's, let's talk about home because, you know, it's important to sweep our own doorstep before we consider sweeping someone else's. And there is a dire need for us to become more professional in the way we deliver our products, the way we deliver our services. It is essential because I mentioned earlier, we're not the only persons doing a lot of what it is that we do, but oftentimes we treat our customers, our clientele, as if there is no other choice or, there, or as if there's no other option. Professionalism says to your customers, you have other options, but I want you to choose to make me or my organization your only option. I want you to, when you think about, I want you to think about Matt's meeting and, and his team. I want you to think about how we make you feel. I want you to think about how we value you. I want you to think about how we follow through and we follow up. I want you to think about how we are genuinely concerned about what we do for you and how we do it for you because who we are is at the core of what we stand for. It's our value base. We don't take your business for granted. And that's what professionalism says. When you do the opposite, it tells someone the complete opposite. I don't value you. I don't value your time. I don't value your money. I don't value your options um, in the way that I treat you if it's at the utmost level of professionalism, tact, concern, you know, and, and it's, and it's, again, it's 
what do I mean by it's easy? You know, I had a client and some people may, may have heard this story. I had a client um, in the beach business. It was a really small business competing with some really, really large companies in the meat business. There was one client I was trying to get for a little shy of a month. And every week religiously, I would contact her because I was responsible for their sales and marketing. I would contact her trying to get her on board. Interestingly enough, one particular week in my persistence, this prospect did not get meat delivery Thursday. So they were still off that Friday. They continue to check on you and I hope you get straight. So that client had confidence in their supplier up until the Sunday, which means they had already lost significant amount of money because they were out of, you know, chicken in the Bahamas. That's a big deal, right? They were out of the this basic necessities as far as meat is concerned. Long story short, that Sunday, they were desperate. And I checked on them. As a matter of fact, I went by and I wanted to purchase something so that I can not show them that not only do we want you to become our clients, but we want to become your clients. So I went there to have something to eat. When they started crying about, they called constantly. They kept telling them they were going to get to them. They never came. They were so disappointed. It, it, it was just such a lack of regard after so many years of, of shopping with them. And the list goes on. I called the owner of the business and I said, listen, this is our opportunity to get this client. Let's, let's get this meat to this client. Let's give them the, the best cuts. Let's, let's take really good care of them. The owner said to me, Sherelle, listen, I'd be more than happy. I could call the security and they could open the door for you, but I have no delivery drive. I have no vehicle. I, I, that's the most I could do. I said, okay, call the security. I called the security and I loaded up at that time because you know, this is when I first got started. I loaded up my Ford Taurus with cases and cases of meat, front seat, box trunk, everywhere to take to that client. And that client has been a loyal customer from then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, these I, are the kinds yeah. of experiences that you want to create. Most definitely, most definitely. Shirelle, as we close, let's talk about you as a certified trainer and how some of the information you just delivered there, you can deliver to companies to help them improve uh, productivity, professionalism, uh, and sales. So definitely with our broad scope of services. One of those is definitely training. We have over 700 courses in our list of courses, as well as the ability to customize training for organizations, which we do for a lot of companies. As a matter of fact, we have a annual training planning meeting next week with a fairly sizable company in the Bahamas. And what we do is we determine with the executive team, what are the areas of improvements that are needed? We revise um, the annual evaluation forms for the employees and we put together an actual training plan that is customized so that out of the training program within that year. And once we develop that, we would roll out those training programs, whether online or in the classroom. 
And so we would appreciate that a lot of our training currently are online, but all of it is very interactive. We provide them with manuals and activities um, ahead of the training so that even if we're online, it's very interactive, it's very high level, it's customized. Um, it's so customized that all of the scenarios are actually built around that organization's services and experiences that they would have. And so training with us is not a template, something that we pull from the shelf. We make it very customized so that at the end of the day, you and your team, you get the most out of that training. And so we have certified trainers throughout the Bahamas who work with us to deliver these training. We ourselves continue to go through a series of trainings. I would have um, completed an additional degree while we were in the pandemic, just finished maybe two weeks ago. And so we're always trying to improve ourselves so that we can pass on that knowledge and experience to our customers. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Sherelle, I so enjoyed our conversation as always, and I look forward to, to us working together. We have just hired Sherelle in our efforts to really build a huge and impactful brand that's not only bringing impact for uh, the clients we serve, but also the people we work with as well. And so I, I implore you to, to look into um, uh, Sherelle's company. She's on LinkedIn. Um, and so find her there, connect with her. And Cheryl, do you care to share a number that people can reach you on? So definitely persons can call us directly at 242-426-2363. Again, 242-426-2363. And we definitely look forward to supporting the community that are watching. Yeah, okay. Well, Cheryl, it's, it's been a pleasure again having you on Linked Up via LinkedIn. Uh, connect with uh, Cheryl and myself there. and. Um, uh, we'll see you on the next one. My name is Sherelle Store. You are watching Link Up on LinkedIn.